What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Objectively Speaking. My name is Jeremy Paul. And I'm Lauren Norman, and it is episode three, game four, with a big old L. Big old L. I think the audio is going to sound really bad for that first part because I definitely didn't have you connected to my headphones and you probably were reverberating into my mic. But you know what? I don't want anything to go right today. So... (laughs) Well, I'm glad that it's me that gets to sound like crap. Thanks. No, it would be me, technically. It's coming from my mic. Child, anyways. Um, I, personally, I'm panicking. Um, I, I've resorted to uh, making instant chocolate pudding um, and drinking fully caffeinated coffee at... Um, 10:51 Eastern Standard Time after the Blue Jackets lost 3 to 2 in overtime to the Detroit Red Wings. Um, a 15 second overtime. Honestly, I prefer that. Like hurt me like quick, like don't like don't leave me to die. Kind of um now I have and this is where you come into play. I have rum chata <laughs> or or I have Fireball. What do you think is going best with this uh, chocolate pudding? I actually think I'm good on the chocolate pudding. It's really rich. I kind of like made it too much. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, or do I want Fireball to spice up my life? Like, which one of the two? Well, I'm currently double fisting a Truly and a Diet Coke. So I feel like <laughs> I'm much so on the same page. <laughs> oh, that's so grotesque. That can't be good. <laughs> It's not. It's not good. Um, oh my god! I didn't, have any, I didn't have any mixers for my vodka, so this is where. Please tell me you're not mixing them. No, ew, ew. Oh Jesus! No, I'm not H. mixing them. They are two. No one can see this. It's great podcast content. They are two separate individual cans. My favorite part is that you held up the diet coke to the nutritional mm-hmm. facts and the truly <laughs> like to the Which, front face. Um, I'm gonna go with the fireball since I gave it to you for Christmas. You're so right. Oh my God, wait, can I tell you a secret that everybody else is going to know now? Yes, to our podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. I met with somebody who works at the university that we work at together. Mm-hmm. And, and I was nervous beforehand, so I drank one. Is that I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the snorting. If you knew the story, you would understand. Yeah, 100% it was. And... <clears throat> then uh yeah yep that's it i have to remember that i'm looking for a job you and are that, yes and that this is readily available content but it's okay it's very vague content yeah yeah except for the fact that i'm about to choke on some fireball on a hockey podcast which makes a thousand percent sense well i don't really need anything to make sense right now all i need to know is that i am commiserating with you i mean this is very much like what the car ride home would sound like i think if we were talking about this game on our way home we were getting to the arena where somebody died today what in the hell that's how we should have known oh my gosh listeners if you're not familiar <laughs> <laughs> listeners, listen, listen, listeners, listen. I sent Jeremy an article today Fuck. this afternoon and said, I'm pretty sure this is our parking garage, meaning the garage that we park at. 
every Blue Jackets game, and a poor girl died there last night in what I can only imagine is one of the freakiest accidents to have ever occurred. Oh my god, I know. She got her head stuck between her car and the parking payment kiosk. I can't even in my head, like, and not that I need to, but like, it's just like, ugh, that's so sad. Also, I I do think that was probably a bad omen. Correct. Well, also, like, this should be other context that Laura and I talk about really terrible things in a way that's probably a lot lighter than you would care for it to be. So, like, sorry about that in advance. Um, Contextually speaking, we're super into true crime podcasts. That should really help it make sense to you um, if we talk about grim things in a comedic manner. I'm not saying that we. It's fine. I'm not saying that that's our next venture. A true crime podcast? Oh, hell yeah. I would uh, while, while we're here and we're not really even talking about hockey, even though we'll get there at some point, um, breaking news, President Trump tells people he has decided to pardon his former chief strategist, Steve Bannon, as one of his final acts in office. Well, that tracks. Uh, We've got 13 more hours. I was going to say, the next time we record one of these episodes, Joe Biden will be the president of the United States. Woohoo! Sorry, not getting political, but if we listen, no, getting political. Fuck all that. If we listen to this, like next week, and like some some crazy shit happens, and we can talk about that. Yeah, Um, child. Anyway, so the Blue Jackets lose three to two in a game that was pretty like once again boring to watch and kind of like painful to watch. Um, They started off okay like I felt all right like I was texting my dad and I was like oh this is like actually like not terrible um he was like no goals no goals I'm like okay thanks got it like it was zero zero at the end of the first um and then we score a hell of a goal this is another thing we have not won a single game we've scored first in. we've scored first in every game we've lost and we scored and Detroit scored first in the game that we won yeah we just I don't know. I thought the first period was pretty good. I liked energy. I thought things looked a little bit more together. Um, You know, I think I sent you a tweet earlier today about the line changes that Torts decided to make. And so I was feeling kind of positive about that. Um, But then just, you know, we score close to the beginning of the second period which was great. Boone, you know, scored a beautiful goal. Um, And then almost immediately, like I think maybe two or three shifts after that, Detroit scored. And it's just like, we cannot keep a lead to save our lives. And that's a problem. Like we've literally not held a lead at all in four games that we've played. Um, For very long now. For very long. And it's just, it's not working out. No, and I think, like, what's so frustrating is, like, it's not, like, new. You know what I mean? It's just, like, we've become complacent in, like, how we play. And it just feels like it's very much that still. And I am doing my best to remain 
as cautiously optimistic about this season as possible because I know that four games doesn't really mean much. Um, but you look at, you know, going into the Tampa Bay miniseries here on Thursday and Saturday, um, my, my God, like if we play the way that we've played the last few games, like we're going to be we're gonna get murdered. Yeah. We're going to be one, four and one like, <laughs> without a doubt. Um, I mean, I didn't personally have us at one, one, two and one after the first four. Um, I don't know how many people did. But again, it's a few games. It's a, it's a long. I mean, I get that it's a shorter season, but it's fifty six games. It's fifty six games. So anything well, can happen. Well, according, you know, they said it in the post game uh, stuff tonight that uh, technically, according to standings, no one in our division has any more than four points, and we have three. Uh, yeah. So. Is that true? Yeah, that's what um, Brian Giesenslog said. Me and Brian be fighting sometimes. Sometimes he says stuff, and I'm just like, "Are you, homie? Are you sure?" Um, Jean Luc agreed with him. So okay, well, Jean Luc agreed. Hold on, let's check. Her, let's check her out. Because Tampa's only played two games. Because their series with Dallas got canceled. Yeah, that's fair. So right now, looking at the standings, the Jackets are sixth in the Discover Central. Um. They are, like you said, three points, uh, and they are – everybody else above them has four. (laughs) You're right. But, again, like you said, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Florida has four. But that's where things are going to get interesting and not so great, right? Because then you start to look at teams that you have pegged as teams that should be – like the jacket should be better than, like hypothetically. Like I look at – you know, Detroit, like the Blue Jackets should be better than them. Like Nashville, like at, for, at the start of the season, like I had the Jackets ahead of them. You know, Florida, Florida to me, um, you know, I, I can't remember exactly where I said it. I can't remember if it was like when I was twitching or if it was when I was twitching. Jesus. When I was live streaming on Twitch or um, if it was when I was doing line change. But um, they just to me like seem like, you know how when you go thrifting and you're like, oh my god I love this piece like oh my god I love this and then you get home and you try it on and you're like what the hell this doesn't work together like that's kind of how I felt Florida was this offseason it was basically like let me find all the things the Blue Jackets took to Goodwill let me try it on (laughs) and let's hope for the best and it's working so far they're two and out they beat uh Chicago tonight so um yeah even with uh Bobrovsky letting in four goals so same old Bob SOB baby same old, same old. Living up, living up to his hype for the, sure. The Blue Jackets can't score a goal, and Sergey Bobrovsky will let them on in. <laughs> what, what a battle of wills that'll be the first time we play them. Oh. <laughs> well, what'll happen? Will we score, or will he stop us? <laughs> it's actually they announced today. I think the first time that we see them. Um, is one of our 20th anniversary celebration games at home. Which, what does that mean? What are, who are we celebrating with? They released, they released the promotional schedule, and I was like, who are you giving things to? And they're all the same promotions, except for they added an Arby's promotion. Oh, they've been doing that, yeah. If, you, if we score in the second period, which we have just found a way to not <laughs> score in the second period. Oh, we did tonight, though, no? Yeah. Yeah. When then, you get, his goal. then you get an Arby's 
curly fry, which I fuck with that. I, I mess with that heavy. Like, give us what the people want. I believe um, that those numbers are better than anyone who redeems the three gold chili. You know, when they first started doing that, that was at, that was at Wendy's. And, like, that was clutch. Like, Wendy's chili is so good. I mean, this might have been back when the Wendy's chili came in the yellow container, looking like a Smith's gallon of milk kind of vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I promise I, the only one I've ever done personally has been the Tim Hortons one, though. Because, like, when I worked at World of Bounce, um, I would go on my way to work, like, whenever they'd win, I, ha- I would have my, like, season ticket card. And at the time, it was when my dad was a season ticket holder, and we were only a quarter season ticket like people but the card didn't say that so i would go in even after games that we lost i'd be like hey miss girl give me my free shit like thank you so much um so i don't know can y'all tell that i'm very carefree tonight like i am you are you are very carefree my birthday game is a promotional night as well well maybe we would actually be able to it's it's first responders night well if you and i are inject it up and they're letting fans in we might just have to just might have to check that one out vicky didn't hear that she did not she did listen she did listen to the first episode then vicky simply might hear this i did hi vicky, hi, vicky. <laughs> um so she is. Hi, Mom. <laughs> um so yeah but we play florida after we play tampa bay so exciting times yay i personally am not excited to watch us play hockey again like i not i hate that like i'm like not looking forward to thursday's game because or yeah thursday's game because i'm like okay cool we're gonna go out and we're gonna lose four to one hot like great like i don't really need to i just see that. have so much anxiety towards it i'm so frustrated and again like jeremy and i have said before we cannot play hockey to save our lives Mm-mm. um but I'm just so frustrated seeing, and I know that we're not a high producing team to begin with. We haven't been since I've been a fan, but seeing some of these other teams play each other and just seeing these like huge goal nights. And I'm just like, when Mm -hmm. is it our turn? When is it our turn to win a game by more than one point? You know, when is it our turn to like blow a team out of the water sort of situation? And, you know, there's a lot of hype around us playing Tampa this week because, you know, they want to start this rivalry between the two of us. And, you know, they definitely, they definitely played with some hate in their hearts when we faced them for the second time in the playoffs. And so I don't, I don't like being, you know, one and three and having them come to our home opener. Yeah. So it's just not a good feeling. And, and there's just, you know, we can talk about it more, but there's just some of our players that I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, what, what is wrong? Right. Well, and like, so for me, like, I guess the first question I want to post to you is like, who are the three players, like pick two forwards and one defenseman that you personally would have sent out to start that overtime? Uh, defenseman for sure, Delzato. Two forwards, Boone. And Gregorenko. 
See, for me, I, I would have sent Delzato out. I, I would have put to me, I thought see, I was I was between Foodie and Domi. Like I thought Foodie had a really good game. Like I thought Foodie played well. He was plus one. That um, poor kid. You saw they took his goal away again, right? I just simply think it was his. Like I just think that did you see Port's line tweet where he was like, for what it's worth, Foodie said he felt the puck touch him. Yes. <laughs> um so I don't know if NHL central stats is going to be like, Oh, got it. <laughs> Noted. But nevertheless, he'll get his first goal eventually if they're not going to give him that one. But still, I, I, I don't know. Like I, to me, like I thought he played well. I thought Domi had his best game as a blue jacket too tonight. I know that's we're four in and it's not really anything to write home about, but he seemed more confident. And yeah. I felt like he's been overpassing the first three games um, and I know that that's his style to pass, like to pass first or whatever. Right. Um, but I thought he was doing it too many times, and I definitely think he like cut it back a little bit tonight because um, he can. That's that's always been kind of my issue with some players is just like if you have the shot yourself, just take it. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily like. Yes, we have people on our team that are you know goal scorers. I get it. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, the, the whole point of this is to just score goals in general. Period. So, because yeah. that was my biggest issue with Alexander Wenberg. He would never just take the shot if he had it himself. How's he doing in Florida? I need to go Nobody look at Florida's. Else. I need to go look at Florida's box score tonight because I swear to God. They had him on the second line. He was the second line center. He had an assist tonight. So, I think Duclair got two goals he had two assists tonight two assists the florida blue jackets everyone doing better than this one tough baby tough um so yeah i I, and then i think i'm with you like i would have gone with boone as a second forward or i would have gone with texie i mean he like we don't talk about it, but he he's three and one over the first four games. I mean, like he's he's got four points and he's a point per game player right now. He won't be come you know May, but just in looking at that, like uh, that's surprising to me. I it just like something is not cl- like I don't know where Nick and Cam and you know the players that said that they were going to show up and show out. Like I and Nick in his defense has had a couple of moments, but like I can't. Don't hate me for this, but, like, why was Cameron Atkinson – I want him to be that person. Like, I want him to be the player that's out there for that moment. Like, I am a huge Cameron Atkinson fan. I'm going to say his full name. I am a full Cameron Atkinson fan. But, like, I – he hasn't been going the first four games. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's just trying to find – it's a lot to throw him on a line with a center who he's trying to develop chemistry with. And I know that doesn't happen overnight. And I know it sure as hell doesn't happen in a seven game or seven day training camp. Like I, I get that. Right. I just, I, I don't know what we need to do to jumpstart him. Like, I don't know what, where he needs to go. I mean, he was moving all the way around the lineup tonight. And so when that, when, when overtime started and it was Domi Atkinson and Jones and Jones has done nothing to, to drive offense at all over the course of this season. Neither has Wierenski. I, I mean. No, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And 
as I've said in previous episodes, Cam Atkinson is my favorite Blue Jacket, but I am probably the most difficult in letting him slide with things. And he's just, I, he, this is not the Cam Atkinson. Even last year when he had his probably worst recorded season, he still was getting assists. He was helping to make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, he was being a productive member of the team, even if he wasn't scoring. This year, however, he's just sort of like wandering about, you know, not really engaging. He doesn't have the speed that he normally has, um, which is unusual. As far as we know, he should be fully recovered from his injuries from last year. He's been training since. October at least with other guys from the team um you know because he lives in Columbus full-time so like he's been here with the facility with the trainers all that sort of stuff like I don't know why he's not finding his rhythm and Megan who is you know I'm essentially like Jeremy's hockey child and um our friend Megan is basically mine I you know introduced her to the team and the love of the sport and she texted me after the game and she's like what is up with your boy (laughs) and I was like I'm very upset right now um also probably getting a patch of gray hair because of him but yeah he just and you know the commentators too Cam really, you know, the Blue Jackets really want to get Cam's going. They really want to blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because he's not, he should have at least one point by now. Yeah, no. Yeah, and I mean, like, and I know it'll come. Like, I'm not, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when, but I guess, like, how many times can you say that until it is a matter of if? (laughs) um, The margin for error is much smaller in a 56-game season versus the two game season yeah no for sure i you know we are overreacting i'll be honest i'll be transparent and say that we are dramatic and we're overreacting to what's happened so far but i think that there is a little bit of a of a cause for some like for cautious optimism to maybe turn more to like pragmatism in this moment where it's like i don't we have not looked like a team that I would want to even make the playoffs because that would just be ugly. Like, I, I don't know. Um, so I guess like, what are you looking for in the next game? Like, I, like there is no guarantee that we are going to win that game against Tampa Bay. Doesn't matter if, if we win or not, but what is one thing that you're looking for out of that game? I am hoping that the comfortability level of being at home on our own ice helps them and gives them at least if we're going to lose, lose by a small margin. I do not want to get blown out of the water by Tampa. I do not want to be, you know, headline NHL news Columbus loses by, you know, right goals at their home opener um I want them to have the confidence to keep their energy up for all three periods Uh, yeah I and this is where I'm nervous right because how many games this will be our third game in four days and it'll be Tampa's first game in almost a week 
Correct. So they're going to be well fresh. And we're going to be one good sleep because they're flying home tonight from Detroit. So for you, what, I guess this is like not a super related question, but eventually and hopefully Miku Koivu is going to be able to work his way into the lineup after coming off of COVID protocol. What would you do? Like, who would you like looking forward, like, and looking at the guys right now, who would you take out of this equation and put him in? Because I mean, obviously you're going to have to take somebody out if you're going to put him in. I struggle with the answer to that question. Like I, I don't know if I have one. Well, I'm thinking about people who I think would be, you know, sort of the natural, like someone who's just looking at the team and being like, oh, well, this guy's a rookie. Like you can swap him out for a veteran like Koivu. But then it's like our rookies or our younger players are who are playing the best. Like, I don't want to pull, I mean, I don't want to pull Robinson out. I thought Robinson has looked really good. I don't know why he's not getting ice time. I like he had some of the best opportunities in the last two games out of anyone. He just hasn't been able he's like so close. He's so close. Right. He needs to finish, but then again, like who doesn't on this team? Like I don't feel like that's a fair criticism. I mean, like at least we've said his name a couple times. Right. Um, and you know, you think about foodie and you think about tax, like they're the ones who have been producing and have been mm-hmm. trying. So you don't want to pull them out, although they would be the, like, like I said, the natural, like, well, they're the, you know, the young guys, you can, you know, move them, move them out for whatever. But, but then it's like the audacity of someone to be like, let's pull a veteran player out and sit them for a while. Who do you then, I'm not pulling Nash because Nash has been steady, hasn't been overly impressive, but I don't think at any point during his now his third year in Columbus have you been like, you know who is um, impressive to me today? (laughs) (laughs) Riley motherfucking Nash. Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If that day ever comes, I have to buy his jersey. Yeah, no, for sure. Comes where I'm like, Riley Nash has impressed me today. Here's two hundred dollars for a. Riley Nash jersey um but yeah I mean it's I don't know what Torts is gonna do when Koivu comes back because and obviously hopefully him being out for COVID protocols means that he is simply asymptomatic and he hasn't been experiencing any difficulties um because it could also be the case if he comes back and he has residual side effects I mean lung capacity for a hockey player is incredibly Mm -hmm. Um, so hopefully that's not an issue when we start talking about bringing him back into the lineup, but you know, you're not going to sit the captain. He's not going to be like, Hey, Nick, go sit up in the stands, uh, with the on. And that's where I wonder, like, like, is it, is it Bemstrom? Like Bemstrom, I thought looked pretty decent on the first line tonight, um, now I don't think that that's ideally where you want him to be, but <clears throat> I, I kind of like top line. I think maybe second or third. Well, but and but what I liked about him playing up there was the ability to kind of play around with Bjorkstrand a little bit and try to put him somewhere where 
not only because to me like like i didn't view that as like punishment for bjork's fan as much as it was like trying to plug him in to create offense in other areas on the ice um i mean i don't know if that's where torts was going with it or not but who knows all i know is that there are 52 more games in the hockey season and i just hope we win 12 of them (laughs) no we we will oh you're so right yeah we play four no 52 then 56 it's a 56 game season Oh, you're right. I Thank can you so that. much. I was like, I haven't drank that much Fireball. It's been a day. Correct. Correct. Well, friend, I I don't know that we should predict the next game because I, we both That's called this one. Choice. We both called this one a dub. So maybe I'll shoot you a text. Although I do think I was right in that Corp you should have played tonight. I don't think so. I don't think Elvis did anything wrong. I don't think because the one goal that was uh, on the Detroit power play, like ricocheted off of a player in front of the net, and there's nobody covering the wide open Mantha on the back end. So I mean, the puck just got to him, and he could fire it in. I mean, I I don't know what Elvis could have done about that. Cam didn't get back. I mean, Bertuzzi lighted Cam up, <laughs> lighted, not lit, lighted Cam up, getting back up ice for the overtime goal i mean like bertuzzi was coming in straight at court or straight at merzlikens with no no pressure no nothing um and i'm the one the other goal is failing is like not clicking the powerful or the overtime goal no that's what i was talking about i was talking about the overtime goal just now the bertuzzi goal Um, but nevertheless i mean i i don't think the corpus would have made a difference in this game i I'm glad that he will be well refreshed and hopefully Hank <laughs> will provide a little bit of, you know, protection. Yeah, I definitely, I, I definitely think he's getting the start on Thursday. Oh, without a doubt. I, uh, I just need, I need three players to show up on. And I really thought that one of the players is Zach Wierenski. I really thought he was going to show up after that game yesterday, after, after the fight and after, you know, kind of starting to get a little bit involved. Like, I thought maybe that he was going to show up tonight. And it's not – but, I mean, like, him and Jones have been a liability on the ice. Like, I mean, maybe liability is not fair. His mullet and his mustache. He... <laughs> maybe liability is not fair. But, I mean, like, they're, like – I mean, again, like, multiple minuses. Um, I don't know. It's a lot. Aren't you glad that you didn't pick him for your fantasy team now? Yeah, Steven had him, but Steven's lighting my ass up this week. He's like 10 points up on me already. I'm losing so bad. I can't wait to play you. I need that win. I need it so bad. That is so mean. I'm, dro- I'm dropping Dubois. You heard it here first. I'm getting rid of his ass. I want everyone to hear that he just – he wanted – he wants to face me in fantasy football. Fantasy football. Mm-hmm. He, so that he can get a win. This is my best friend, ladies and gentlemen. And you're hearing it here first. She's right. 100%. His fault that I'm playing fantasy hockey to begin with. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you just, uh, we need to sit down and talk a little bit more about the strategy. Yeah, losing's great. I super love it. Ask the Blue Jackets. They'll tell you about it. 
I my first draft pick was Cam. Clearly, which I'm was the most head ass thing. Decision. You are far too invested. Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. Has he gotten? He's gotten you negative points probably at this point. Yeah. Yes. I love the guy. I really hope he pulls through. Um, all right, friends. Well, I do think that that'll probably conclude this up. I'm not doing three stars. I'm not doing none of that shit. For who? For, For who? Nobody knows. No one gets a star. Zero stars. <laughs> um, and no ice cream on the plane. Not a damn scoop. <laughs> um, but... Tune in on Thursday night or Friday. We'll recap the lightning game. Hopefully that one goes a little bit better than this one. I'm not holding my breath. Uh, but if y'all want to hold your breath for the next 48 hours, feel free to do so. Um, I can't wait to, to talk to you all in Joe Biden's America. Woohoo! Woohoo. Um, but we will we will talk to you all soon. Thanks for tuning in to Objectively Speaking. You can follow uh, Line Change Media at Line Change Media on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I almost said LinkedIn. Not there. You can't follow us there. Um, Please engage with us in job opportunities for either of us, really. They will be unpaid. We are unpaid. <laughs> we, we are unpaid. If you're a corporate sponsor and you're looking for somebody to sponsor, look no further. We have now. great advertising voices. I've said fireball six times on this episode, so I'm just saying. Hey, Diet Coke. What's up? The way that you didn't call it truly, that's really the way I think we should go is truly. I mean, truly, too. I or, just think that, I think alcohol is our brand more than caramel-colored beverages. But all right, y'all. Well, thanks for tuning in to this really unhinged episode of Objectively Or. Oh my God, I did it! I did it! I did it! <laughs> I did it! <laughs> the man who came up with the name of the podcast. Ooh, damn. I'll say it correctly. Thanks for listening to Objectively Speaking. We will see y'all next time. Bye.